someone reaches out for me. Racing on a course of and clad in gleaming mail, I shall answer none but he who bringeth me the grave. I need a hero. I shall hold up for a hero till the end of the night. Hello, Leonora. Hi, Ashley. Okay, so Ooky Spooky October. <laughs> yeah, we struggled with this one. We really did. We well, because the spookiest Arthurian movie I know of is really more of a Christmas movie. Exactly. So we had to really search, and we yeah. ended up kind of scraping the barrel. We decided Army of Darkness didn't count. It just doesn't. There's just not much. Yeah, we wouldn't have had a lot to talk about. Yeah. It's a fun movie, but, but there's just not really anything there uh, for our purposes. So we watched <laughs> the 2014 not rated film uh, Dragons, Dragons of, of Camelot. Camelot. Uh, this is, I believe, like a direct to video film as much as something can be that in 2014. Right. It's a direct to YouTube movie. It is on like... YouTube for free in full, apparently officially. Yeah, is it official? I mean, I don't know that for certain, well, but there were there were captions that were yeah, like yeah, not yeah. auto generated. Yeah, well, it's and it's so interesting because it's just up as like a YouTube video. It's not up as as like free with ads on no, YouTube. No, no, no. No, it's just it's, up there as an hour and twenty yeah. minute video. Yeah. Like it's just a YouTube video. Oh yeah. But I think yes, I think that the. It it doesn't appear to be like yeah. It's not just it's not just uploaded by some random person. It's not either. bootlegged. It's like some production company has uploaded it. Yes, it uploaded on purpose. And it's like all caps: "Dragons of Camelot free movie, full full film, full movie." Yeah, English it's, subtitles. Yeah. yeah. So y'all can go watch it. It uh, would we recommend? <laughs> okay, okay. Here's with, what I'll with say: a, with a friend or loved one. Yes. So so here's here's the situation. I think that the people who gave it all these one-star reviews and and just really shat on it on IMDb have no joy in their hearts. <laughs> They're right. It's yeah. very, very bad. Yeah. But in a way that is joyful and fun and entertaining. I think fun to watch with somebody. Yeah, yeah. It would be bizarre I to watch had alone. I started to watch it alone and I was like, this is not correct. But like, it has the elements of like a fun riffing film. This oh, is yes. ripe for, you know, mystery science theater type. Yeah, it is that kind of movie. It's, and so like, it's not boring bad. No. It's fun bad. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely fun bad. And it's, it's, it's funny because I always think with, with movies like this, what started out to be the intention or ambition. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't feel to me like a Sharknado either. No, it feels like they were making a movie in earnest. Yes. But it came out to be the kind of movie you make fun of. Yes. Really a happy accident that way. Yes, it is. It and, is true, unintentional camp. And I was thinking, like, given the capabilities they had and the result that was, you know, taking shape. Uh-huh. It's kind of amazing that they didn't try to pivot to making comedy. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not comedic. No, and at first I wondered if some of the line reads were like bad on purpose, but I don't. I think, think they're so. just bad. I think they're just genuinely just not. Yeah, just I think genuinely everyone bad. in this movie is just actually a really bad actor. Because like, and and this is what we've we've said it before. I don't know if we've said it on the podcast, but like the worst movies ever made are the ones you don't remember. Yes. 
And this movie is memorable. Definitely. There are things in this movie there, I will not forget. There are some, like, amazingly inexplicable things happening here. Yeah. There's there's some that real stuff. That just wonder, like, how it happened, how it came together. Yeah. I want the making of for this movie. I want to know what they I thought they were making. I want to talk to these people. Yes. I, like, they went to Wales to film yes, this movie. Yes, and this, this is the first thing I noticed. I was like... They're on real locations. They are in real castles, castles in North Wales, and it's it's really funny too because you can tell that in some situations they're they're up against things like they're in a real castle, but there's like a paved walkway for tourists. Oh yeah, all of these modern metal railings and yes, stuff exactly, in the background. exactly. Yeah, these are castles that you can go to as a tourist, like. I was trying to identify the castles and I couldn't quite yeah, cause, find them. Cuz the internet is really vague. It just know, we just know that they filmed there it in Wales. There are so many castles in Wales. Yeah. And I don't know them well enough. The thing I was more curious about is some of the like villages and taverns that we see. <laughs> yes. Because like they're real they're sets and they feel kind of like clean. Uh-huh. And you know, they're not, real places. They're real places that that don't feel quite right. At right. the same time, for this story. Right, well... And I, that, it's I, fascinating. I think that these are, like, real historical buildings that are just not quite as historical as they would like them to be. Yes, yes. It's like, yeah, that old... Because they've been kept up for tourists. Right, and, and you know what? They don't date back to the fucking early Middle Ages. They date no. back to, like, the 1600s. Exactly, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even more recent than that. But to, you know, the the layman eye, oh, yep, that's an old-timey stone building. Yep, well, that's medieval to me. They don't do themselves any favors by overlighting the heck out of the entire movie. Yeah. And just seemingly, like, just shining a big bright light on everybody in it's every scene. It's lit like a soap opera. Yes. <laughs> Which, a lot of the actors feel incredibly modern. Dindrain. Dindrain is... Like a sassy L.A. girl. She is such a... Okay, so I watched this with my husband. And I watched I... it with Alex, roommate and friend of Friend of, of the pod. podcast. Uh, he was cracking no, we me were, the fuck we, up. We were, we were, anytime Dindrain said something, we just had to repeat it. I know. I'm like, she's just like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> she's, like, she's, like, like, she's like as ifing all over the place. Oh god, what is it that they're talking about eating? And like she doesn't she doesn't want like She's like, a, ew. Ew. And yeah, like, exactly like, um, that is there, like way. a Starbucks around here? Exactly. Like, Do you have anything vegan? <laughs> and, and and it's I was just wondering, like, was she given no direction? Okay, 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 what? okay. So we're just in this now. Yeah. Some people are trying to do a dialect. Yes. Nobody knows how. Get get ready for so so the main guy, Galahad. <laughs> We were really curious about his accent. (laughs) And so we looked him up. It's a very inconsistent dialect he's trying to do here. If you had to guess where he was from, where would you guess? I mean, he sounds pretty American to me. He sounds... He is genuinely fully just British. Why does he sound like that? We don't know. He sounds like some kid... Okay, what he sounds like is a kid from, like, the Midwest that moved to L.A. And is trying to do a British accent and doesn't know how. Yep. Why He's does he... British. What? What? Now, 
he's been in a few other things like Hallmark Christmas movies and stuff like that. I couldn't find another clip of him speaking. It does appear that he had he is located in the U.S. now, hmm. and so we wondered if maybe he was only technically British, right? Like John Barrowman, born in yes. the U.K. but lived but in no, America. Apparently, he he was in the U.K. long enough that you would think he would have a British accent. At least know to how America. to do one. Yes. No idea why he can't do one. <laughs> I we can't. were we were astonished. I can't. We were astonished because because we were so curious about him because he's just weird. He's very weird. It, he has a so what I can tell you about him if we want to just get it out of the way right up. Top, yeah, let's do this. This is James Nitty. Yes. Uh, he's yeah he's British. Alex found his Twitter, <laughs> so we know he's British. We know he's gay. Yeah. He seems like a chill, regular dude. He hasn't tweeted since 2016. <laughs> So make of that what you will. His Instagram was deleted. Okay. Like by Instagram, apparently. Oh, okay. We don't know why. <laughs> there are a number of pictures of him on the internet that are kind of suggestive in a way. Sure. It makes me wonder if he got in trouble with Instagram for posting a sexy picture. Right. He's he's rather a beefcake. And he, he does sort of a certain type of acting style that made us wonder if he had a, a, a sideline in adult films. We could find no evidence of this. But, but the deleted Instagram and some of his, like, modeling shoot photos it, it, paint a picture. It, it would not be <laughs> shocking to find this out. No. Uh, wow. What an enigma. I'm just, if if anyone knows anything about him, <laughs> Please let us know, because he's so strange. <laughs> he's really strange. Uh, 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 there are some guys, you know, who, who are, who are trying too hard, like King Arthur. Oh my God. And he's in like, what, four <laughs> minutes of this movie? Scene. But the way that he... He's a lot... <laughs> Yeah, Dindrain ain't trying at all. All of the sort of, like, ancillary supporting characters are just all over the map. Like, there's one guy who just seems like he's from a sitcom Which with one? curly hair. Oh, Percival. Yeah. Yeah. And he just seems... He's just, like, goofy. He just seems like a character from The Office. Yeah. But then there's that other sort of beefier guy. Lors. Who is really... I think he's a pro wrestler. He's a pro wrestler. We found that out, too. Yeah. Um, but he has a fine accent. He does all right. He talks very little. Yeah. He and has, he... like, four lines. And he's, like, kind of the best actor amongst the main core group. Because he's just... He's not putting himself out there. He's not... He's not overdoing he's it. He's not yeah, doing yeah. enough to do it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> and then you have Lancelot, who... Lancelot. I think they were trying a thing with him. Yeah. I don't know if it works. It's really strange how when he's around, the movie gets quippy. Yeah. And it's not at all otherwise. Yeah, he's like an old, washed-up Lancelot. And he's also kind of like Han Solo-esque. Right. He's like, I, I, don't, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm just... This is like the most Star Wars-y Arthurian movie it's that true. we've seen yet. I gotta say, La Lancelot is so fucking awkward. Yes. Like, yes. there's so many things where I'm just like, 
like this is so weird and awkward and uncomfortable. It's so well, uncomfortable because they're because they're trying to make it basically a story about this guy who has to go and find his real dad. <laughs> yeah, and they a, just he's just... like a washed up loser who's a secret badass. Yeah. Okay, I, I feel like well, let's. No, we can do the we can do the recap real really swift. fast, real swiftly because none of the details track with each other. So. No, they, then they, they don't really matter. But the the general plot is Morgan King Arthur Le- yeah, has he's, he's dying. Died. He's, yeah, died. he's on his deathbed. Um, and he's so he's Guinevere is his wife, and she long long ago had an affair with Lancelot yep. and conceived a child Who's- who. Oh, everyone knows is Lancelot's son, yeah. but he has sort of been raised by Arthur anyway. Yes. Um, and the Knights of the Round Table have since sort of disbanded. It's not clear if they've disbanded or just been sent off on a quest. It's Both unclear. of these things are stated. Yes. Uh, and then later they say that, that Morgan Le Fay has killed Arthur, but it does seem like he's just on his deathbed dying of some Unclear w- about his death. Yeah. Um, but she's like, great, now that Arthur's dead, I can use some dragons to take over Camelot. Because that's what I'm about. some kind of... Spell deal with this dragon who has two dragon <laughs> two children. Dragon sons. Yeah. Um, and so on his deathbed, Arthur tells Galahad, his, his illeg- illegitimate son. Yeah. Well, it's not really his illegitimate son. It's his wife's illegitimate, wife's illegitimate son. Uh, you go you and go find, find Lancelot. Yeah, go He's, find your dad. Go find your real dad. He's the He's, only one who yes. can wield Excalibur and save, save everybody. Save Camelot. Save yeah. Camelot. Go find your real dad. Um, so he sets off on a quest, runs into a few derelict knights of the round yep. table, and, and, and Percival's sister, Dendrain, mm-hmm. um, and they go and collect some more knights, find Lancelot, convince him to come back. Yep. And they go back and... They do a big fight. Save things, and they have to fight some dragons along yeah, the way. Yeah, along the way, people get killed by dragons in various bizarre fashions. Yep. And uh, they kill the dragons in various bizarre fashions. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. We go back, we fight the big dragon, fight... Save the day. You fight, save the day. Morgan Le Fay. Uh, meanwhile, Guinevere and Merlin, Merlin are, are in a dungeon in together. In a dungeon together. I guess Guinevere is really, really bad. Abysmal, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah but and then, you know... Father Merlin and son. is pretty. Merlin's pretty fun when he gets. I to go like off. Merlin. He's yeah. probably the best. I'm a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Uh, he, he he had a fun energy yes. and a real accent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Interesting goatee. Yeah, yeah, sure. I like that Merlin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> highlight of the film. Uh, father and son are reunited. They banter a lot about uh, different things. Guinevere and Lancelot are also reunited. Yeah. Um, the, our our breeding couple has gotten together. Yeah, really with just no build-up whatsoever. No. <laughs> uh, and now Galahad is the king. The king. Because, sure. of course, he was going to be... Naturally. They were like, like they were going to have Lancelot, Lancelot the adulterer be the yeah, king. Exactly. No, that was never going to happen. Uh, he doesn't even want to be king. No. Um, so. That's Dragons of Camelot. That's Dragons of Camelot Real in simple. a nutshell. Um, God, where? Uh, like, I'm just, I have yeah, so many so things much. I want to remark upon. There's so much. So uh, I want to talk about Lancelot and how fucking awkward he is. Because He's always talking about, like... He will not stop talking about hooking up with Guinevere. It's this weird running joke in the movie, and Galahad is just like, Ew, Dad, stop! Please stop talking I don't about hear fucking about my mom! Exactly. I don't like it! I don't like hearing about and it! And they just keep mentioning, like... And this is the second movie in a row where we have an affair carried out with the help of a secret tunnel under the castle. <laughs> 
secret tunnels. What are the odds of that? I mean, like, actually, probably pretty good. Really. Yeah. But Castles he just keeps going on, like, tunnels. you know, he's like, when I had to sneak into the castle to fuck your mom, <laughs> I used this secret tunnel. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Okay, the scene was so, it was so fucking weird. Uh, so, it was, it was, um, shit, when was it? None of the movie matters, oh, so it's yeah, hard to remember no. when anything exactly. happened. It was when they're getting ready to go to, they're like all hanging out in some kind of little tavern. I don't yes. even fucking remember why or when this was. Yeah. And... Dendrain and Percival are talking. Yeah. And he's like, so you really like Galahad, huh? Yeah, yeah, And she's yeah. like, I do. Um, and he's like, well, you know, I, 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 I did my best to try to, you know, keep you safe, but you got, you can, I, you're, you're grown and you can make your own choices. Oh, this scene. And then she says, I would like to get married someday and, and you can't, can't do, do that. that. And it's, it's like, so... why would you ever say that to your brother? Yeah, we were why just would like, you ever? We were just like, what is that moment? Ever, ever say that to your Wildly brother? Wildly inappropriate. Like, just like, what? Like, yeah, it's no, distressing, super fucking weird. And then immediately we go to a weird conversation between Galahad and Lancelot. Yeah, but Lancelot's being fucking weird too. Yeah, and it's just like, can everyone stop being stop fucking being... weird for a second? Yes. Everyone is so yes. weird. Stop, stop it. This is creeping me out. You weird people. Who wrote this? It's, um. I was actually going to try to find that out. <laughs> the The director is was was a real filmmaker in the night in the eighties. He <laughs> made upon a time a real filmmaker. He made Commando. Mark Lester. And Firestarter. Okay. Oh my God. Class Great. of nineteen eighty four. I mean, now he makes all kinds of movies like this. Yeah. He's made a, a lifetime movie called Sleeping with My Student. Oh. Yeah. And some kind of, like, post-apocalyptic type movie called Toxin. Yeah. He's made a bunch of, like, asylum-type dinosaur movies as well, it seems like. Gold of the Amazon women. Sand Sharks, 2012. But he, he did make a couple real movies. He did make a couple of real movies. Wow. But in terms of who wrote it, Two guys. I was also curious because just like it's weird how there's some like quippy moments and some weird jokey moments, some moments that you're supposed to take really seriously. Okay, the writers, um, if you look them up, mm -hmm. have written other movies in this vein, mm -hmm. like you know, asylum type movies. Sure. Like mega piranha sure 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 yeah it's very much that but like medieval fantasy exactly so speaking of because these dragons yes so i'll i'll give them this as like fucking low budget cg goes they look they, they all right look better than i expected they they're look, mainly funny when they fly they, their wings are a little too small and their legs are in a funny position yeah like, they look pretty good when they're just sort of standing there roaring. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, they can be kind of funny and, like, non-interactive with the landscape. Like, yeah. not casting shadows and whatever. They just look superimposed. But, like, 
they look okay. They've been designed all right. Until they have to so, interact with actors. Because they're, they're trying, and this is why we picked it for Halloween. Because theoretically, this is a horror movie. We've got people being eaten by dragons gruesomely. Yes. Their dragons are biting people's heads off and stuff like that. That does happen. It's extremely silly. It never, ever, ever, ever looks good. No. Never. <laughs> Not a single time. Who's the one? What's... Who, who's the one that they got from the farm who then immediately fucking dies? I don't even remember who he is. Like, the guy with his, yeah. He, when he the dies. Guy, the guy who's hid his armor, his, hidden his armor, and he's polished his armor yeah, every yeah, day yeah, for yeah. years. I don't know who this guy is, and it doesn't really matter because he's, he, he dies, dies immediately. so fast after they get him. Like, why did he, they, why did he even, why was he in this movie? Uh, to, to make it feature length. Yeah. <laughs> Like they need another episode. He just dies. Like I swear to God, he like falls and then like the dragon just like bites his ass. Yeah, there was another guy. I forget which guy it was, who like gets like like the tail hits him and he that's boars. That's boars, and he just like spits blood. Yeah, and he then gets he's tail dead. whipped to death. Just like with one hit. Yeah, he just wow. I mean, granted. You know, this thing could hit him with enough force. It crushes yeah, his fucking... We were a little bit surprised that he died. It was surprising. He yeah. died early. Mm-hmm. Um, he died when they... And that's probably the best looking of the of the deaths in the Be- movie. Because it's not a chomp. Exactly. And the, the chomps, chomps are just comically bad. Yeah. When the farmer and his wife get chomped, that looks terrible. Yep. And they're already... And, and her, like, I have to go back and die with my husband. <laughs> those moments where you're just like okay you just need this woman out of the movie exactly why did we even drag her into the woods just for her to run back why didn't they both just get chomped at the same time someone gets a head chomped off right at the beginning right at the beginning it looks very very silly extremely silly um percival he gets shaken around like a fucking dog toy and it looks very silly. silly And his death is so weirdly unceremonious. Like, not a because tear his, shed. His whole presence in the movie is confusing. Like, his sister watches yeah. him die this way, and she's just, like, kind of down about it. There's some person in the movie who dies. It might have been him. Where they just, like, walk up to his body, and they're like, too bad, so sad, and then they just walk away. Yeah, that's Percival. And I'm the like, that's... brother of... The yeah. love interest. Like, and we just don't... They're, they kind of just, like, look, and they're kind of like, damn, can't believe that happened. Let's oh, go do okay. this other thing Yeah, now. and she's just like, wow, now I really gotta go and do yeah, the exactly. mission. Yeah, exactly. What? Nobody can... No. Like, Percival just died horribly. Like a fucking caught rabbit. And you and, don't... Yeah. Not a tear shed. <laughs> nope. It's wild. Of course... I think probably the craziest kill in the entire movie is when Dendrain blows up the dragon's head. Yes, and I it's it's a fun idea. Okay, but here's but here's the thing though. These are fire breathing dragons, and they're like, what if you light an arrow on fire and shoot it and down sh- his throat it and burn it from the inside? And it's like, why would you think burning a fire breathing dragon from the inside would, would work? work. But, but it super does. It works so well. Its head explodes. And now, like, if you had, like, a gunpowder arrow or something. Sure, sure. But no, it's just on just fire. Just fire meets and it's, fire equals explosion. Its head 
fully explodes. Fully explodes, and then we just and have, then a have a clean, clean cut. I cut neck. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it was terrible. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. I was like, how on earth does that happen? Yeah, it's bewildering. It's the most bewildering moment in the whole movie, I think. There's there's other... Yeah, there are character inconsistencies to, you know, like people kind of turn on a dime in terms of how they feel about each other. Sure. But, like, the dragon's head just explodes. It just explodes. Um. Okay, let's take it back to when they go... When they, when they get Lancelot. Yeah, they, they they truck up to this really empty town. Yes, it's like completely okay. We gotta, we gotta talk about the lack of extras in yes, this movie. Yes, because right King from the Arthur's beginning, King Arthur's funeral, funeral. Is attended by twelve peasants. <laughs> I love the extras in the movie because they're clearly trying so hard to, you know, they're they're like muttering to each other like, "Oh, this is so oh, sad. So Can't sad. you believe it's like, it? This is the turnout for." King Arthur's funeral. Well, Camelot has about like five people hanging around, <laughs> and they're all just like sad, and they're like you know patting each other on the shoulder, mm-hmm. being like all these real close-ups of their faces. Yes, of like again these really modern-looking people. <laughs> yeah, they've like gone to a costume shop and rented the best that they could find, yeah. uh, and there's just like twelve yeah. of them standing mm-hmm. by the side of the lake as this boat burns with After Effects fire in <laughs> yeah. the background. Yeah. Well, and this, there's so many funny things about this scene because then it's like the dragon shows up and they all have to run away. And you really can see how few of them there are. I know, there's so few people. And then, the, they have to and run. then Galahad's like, Mom, come on, we gotta go. And she's go. like, but Arthur. And, and it's like, it's, it's, he's burning already. What can the dragon what's do? The, the dragon doesn't care about this funeral boat. Like, right? we gotta run, lady. And they have to run up this very steep looking hill. <laughs> Back to the castle. But yeah, so like every time we're in a village, it's just like there's like twelve those and same twelve people. Yeah, they've been reused. Yeah. Um, and so so we find Lancelot at this tavern. Um and like of course Star Wars stuff, because you're yes. right, it's very Star Wars. Cantina. Yes, yeah. our, our boy bumps into some surly types with this whole and they part. just want to pick a fight. And so he's like, Oh, I don't I don't want any trouble. It's yeah. fine. And then this drunk Lancelot stumbles up and he's like, oh, I need to piss. (laughs) And they're like, ew. And they leave. And he's like, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you put on such a show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You just, like, stumbled around for a second and they all left because you were gross. And it's like, if you've seen, you know, like, ten movies in your life, you know what his arc is supposed to be. Right. But it just doesn't scan correctly (laughs) on a moment-by-moment basis. Yeah, it's so fun. Okay. Because he's supposed to be like, we have that. Yes, but then like he really is just like a drunk and he's washed up and he's, you know. Sad times, yeah. Yeah, past his prime, whatever. And Galahad's like, wow, you fucking, you're disappointing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm supposed to come get you to go on this quest with me. Mm-hmm. And Lancelot's like, fuck off. Exactly. <laughs> and Gawain's, or Galahad's like, all right. <laughs> Reminds me we need to talk about Gawain at some point. Yes, we do need to talk about Gawain at some point. But he just, like, leaves the tavern, and everyone's like, so how'd it go? And he's like, not well. (laughs) Not good. He's the loser now. But then, of course... He stumbles out of the tavern. And these guys come back. They're... they're, The 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 guy... The... Morgana's forces. Yeah, they're soldiers. 
Uh, and one guy it, that yells a lot. And of course, uh, Lancelot just smokes them. Yes, he just kicks their asses, but not I before. Yeah. When he okay, d- did you notice? Because we couldn't stop laughing about it for the rest of the movie. When Lancelot stumbles out of the tavern, he like, bleh, bleh, like yeah, spits out we a were, bunch of. Food. We were so upset by that. It we doesn't were like, look like ale. Like it we, doesn't we look like, like what they're we were like. What is the, what is that? <laughs> He's like, like Rick Sanchez style. Yeah. They all see it and they're kind of like, ooh, oh, see what you mean. God. What? We, we What's like, wrong with we this like, gut? What is this? What is going on? What did he no, we, spit out? No, of course we noticed that. We were like, what? And what just came out of this guy's mouth? I didn't know if he was supposed to be like throwing up on himself. Or... I don't know. bed around the fire yeah. and like Dendrain and Galahad are talking yeah. and Dendrain's like so what do you think's gonna happen yeah. and, and she, like they're like talking about how like weird and disappointing Lancelot, Lancelot is, is. Yeah. And, and Will was like he's like a weird homeless guy like did you see when he spit out that soup that was like super weird and I, was, I just lost my fucking mind when he spit out that soup. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is insane. <coughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we don't get like this very often when we're talking about movies, but <laughs> Oh, fuck. I'm crying right crying, now. Crying, laughing, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. I was in tears then too. <laughs> it's like a weird homeless guy. That, 100%, we cannot emphasize enough. That is how this. That's how she talks. That's how she talks. There's no. Like, <laughs> it's. She's so she's, bad. She's the only person who's talking she this way. She doesn't try to do a dial. At least everyone is trying to be like medieval in yes, some way. Yes, exactly. And she's just like some chick from the valley. Yes! Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's... It's insane. So he spits out some soup. And then just fights all, all the guys. And it's like they all run in to like, I guess, help him. But he doesn't even need any help. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of starts fighting them. And I was so confused. I know. And then they're like, so you want to come? And he's like, I guess sure, so. Sure, yeah. Okay, there was so much just like bizarre mind changing. Yes, that's what I mean. Like when, okay, so he first runs into this, this mm-hmm. trio. Yeah. That turn out to be our allies. They're they're working as 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 highwaymen. Sure. Um, and turns out, you know, they they're gonna rob him, and yeah. then it's, it turns out, oh, actually, it's it's Percival, his have, sister Dendrain, they have the and the silliest Bors. masks imaginable. Dendrain's mask looks like she <laughs> made it out of bologna. Yes. <laughs> it's so terrible. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but like, they're like, oh fuck, this is. This is Excalibur. Wait a minute. Yeah. We're not going to rob you, actually. Oh, we knew you when you were a baby. 
Uh, <laughs> and uh, they, so they like fucking join up, kind of. Yeah. They're like hanging out. And he's like, mm-hmm. so here's the deal. I'm on this quest to go find Lancelot. Yeah. Um, and they're like, what? Uh, Percival in particular is like, this seems like a dumb plan and a bad <laughs> idea because I. Yeah. I'm hopeless about the situation and yeah, I'm done questing. Exactly. Um, and Dendrine's like, I want to go. <laughs> and Boris is like, yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, <laughs> and then, and Percival's like, whatever, fuck you guys. And like goes to right. bed. And, and then he, in the morning. He's like, well, you don't even know where you're going to find Lancelot. And, and Galahad's like, you're right. I would like some help. And he's like, you're not even going to be able to do this mission without me. So I guess I better come. And Galahad's like, yeah, I would like you to. I, I had hoped that you would change your mind. Like, I was, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Stuff like that. It's stuff like so that. weird. Like, there's, they don't have to talk him into it. It's almost as though he's like trying to convince him, them that he yeah. should go and they're like yeah. yeah we wanted you to go like and like the, the, <laughs> there's that and then there's things where you can kind of tell what they were going for but they just didn't really get there like with Lancelot not wanting to be called father uh-huh but then later he's, he's like call like, me dad call me dad yeah and it's like okay <laughs> i see like i see that there's supposed to be a it's character to transformation arc, happening but it's just like it just kind of abruptly occurs there's nothing to like points with no line between them yeah. yes exactly it's super weird. And, like, <clears throat> we just sort of are meant to assume that Galahad and Dendrain are going are, to hook up because uh, yes, there are young, attractive there's people. There's no chemistry, I think. Absolutely none. Um, like, like, the first sort of mention of this, um, Percival's like, besides, yeah. I gotta watch, I gotta look after my sister. And yeah. Galahad's like, oh, well, I, I would have looked after her. And Percival's like, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> right, and you're kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess. Um, and then, like, they just run around and have an adventure, and then eventually they're just like, hey, you want to go into that cabin and fuck? Right. <laughs> like, right. We just get, a, like, a, a kind of a love scene out of nowhere. Like, really barely one, too. Right. Like, it just, feel, like, it, it's like, she's like, oh, I'll go find some cups. And then he, yeah. like, follows her into this house. Cut to them making out. Cut to like campfire. Morning, yeah. We were laughing that it's like a fucking video game cut scene. Yes. But, like, it feels like yes. Dragon Age or something. Exactly, where it's just yeah. like, oh, now some contextless kissing. Right. And now an artful <laughs> shot of the campfire. Exactly. We can assume. assume exactly. Like, and I was also like, this movie where people are getting their heads chomped off and stuff <laughs> is, of course, so demure about. I know. Yeah. They're, like, starting to take each other's clothes off, and then and it's, it's like, better cut to this, ex- better cut <laughs> to the fire. fire. Well, we all know what happened. And, like, we haven't even talked about Morgan Le Fay yet. We haven't said a goddamn word about her. Okay, she's uh, she attempted Irish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and she is super shady and will not stop being mean to Guinevere about- And I was like, clearly, if she, if she- is wanting to usurp Arthur and possibly killed him. She doesn't have her brother's best interests at heart. No, but she's like, you adulteress! Yes, Rah! she's like, you're a whore, Guinevere! <laughs> and granted, and we'll eventually yeah. get around to the sort of yeah. legend stuff, um, long-standing hatred between Morgan Le Fay and Guinevere. and Guinevere. Like, that's a classic. It's um, silly in this It movie, is very as... silly that she's fixated on yeah. the adultery. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's not something Morgan ever cared about. 
She just fucking hates her. But... <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, no, if anything, in the Legends, Morgan's very loose. <laughs> right, that's what I thought. <laughs> so, that would be the least of her criticisms of Guinevere. Her, her, uh, her staff... Yes! It's pretty wild. It's got, like, feathers on it. I love when she shoots pink sparkles at Merlin. (laughs) I like when she breaks a skin. (laughs) (laughs) I like when she does anything. She's... How do we describe her? She's also very Los Angeles feeling, but in a different way. She's a Power Rangers villain. Oh, yes. She's a Power Rangers villain. Every step of the way. Just yelling. Yeah. Stomping around. <laughs> wearing a lot of eye makeup. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, yeah, yes, yeah. so she has converted Gawain to yes. her side. An evil old, an, traitor Gawain who's, yeah. An elderly... He seems about the same age as Arthur, which I thought was strange. Yeah, well, this movie doesn't give a shit about anything. It's true, yeah. Uh, yes. It's true, <laughs> true facts. Uh, well said. <laughs> yeah, Gawain has has turned sides and is now her number one henchman. Yep. Uh, Why, I couldn't seem, say. It seems random to me. Yeah, he doesn't really even do much. No, he's just the henchman guy. He participates in the fight at the end but like it really is arbitrary that it's him it doesn't mean anything or matter at all they just (laughs) did that (laughs) yeah yeah no so she locks up merlin who like can't wizard anymore yeah unclear why he's just like oh i can't do it anymore i don't know i'm just not i lost my wizarding well and then there's that scene which also feels very Star Wars because Arthur like appears to Merlin and is like, "Use the Force, Merlin." Well, he doesn't even appear to him. He's just a, a voice. voice. Well, that's what I, that's what made it feel Star Warsy to me because yeah. it's like it's a bit Obi Wan. Yeah, we don't even get a Force ghost. Nope, no, that would be too much money. That is, yeah. yeah, we spent it all on the dragon. Exactly. Oh, clearly. Uh, uh, but no, it's a big vo- and he gives like a whole monologue. Basically, there's a whole conversation. Yeah, between Merlin and, and this the voice ghost of, of Arthur. Arthur. <clears throat> where Merlin's just like, I can't do wizarding anymore. I don't know. And, it won't and, work. And Arthur's like, remember who you are. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't know. And you he, like, have to be Merlin it again. It goes on for a long time. A long where he's time. like, oh, I'll try. And then he fails. And he's like, no, I can't fucking do he it. He has to say a rhyme, I guess, whenever he does a spell. Yeah, his spells are all rhymes. <laughs> it's very cute. Uh, and he, like, sits back down, and he's like, oh, I can't do it. And Arthur's like, you can't. Try again. Try. Don't yeah. fucking stop. Just, why are you giving up? Just do it again. And he's like, you know what? I am Merlin. Yeah. And then he does it. Breaks yep. out. and Yeah. It's... it's But I do like him. I do and like this once actor. once he gets to really let loose, he's oh, very entertaining. yes. When he has the wizard showdown. I'm with, a wizard! I'm a wizard! <laughs> it's really great. He's like, I'll fucking kill us both, bitch! Exactly. I don't care! Yeah, he's great. I like this. He feel of everyone in the movie, he feels the most like a real actor. Yes. Yeah. He's just an old British man. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's easier for old British men to feel like real actors. Yes. He has an innate advantage. Exactly. And he's just being Merlin. So and he, like, yeah, he also not. feels like the most recognizable to the character that he's playing. Sure. You're like, yeah, that's a Merlin. Yeah. That feels like a Merlin. Because like Arthur is 
just hammy as hell. It's and just this weird old guy. Yeah. There's nothing particularly Arthury about him at all. There's nothing no. really regal about him. Guinevere. Terrible. Terrible and not distinct in any way. No, she's just a lady. She's just a lady. Galahad is just like, you can tell what he's trying to be and mm-hmm. it's kind of generic and he's... He's just a young leading man. Kind exactly. Of and the actor has his weird quirks, but like... He's not anything. He's not anything. I mean, like, Morgan Le Fay is a Power Rangers villain. Yes. So, so Merlin is really the one guy who where you're really like, yeah, that's Merlin. That's somebody. That's that's anything at all. Exactly, because Lancelot. <laughs> I mean, they're sure trying to make him a thing, but he's such a deadbeat dad that like he's not really anything we associate with. No, Lancelot. he's just kind of a weird old drunken creep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who can who can fight real good? Still, but the, but like it's it, and but. That would be fun if they really leaned into yeah, it. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not it leaned into. Yeah. It's just sort of the context. Exactly. Yeah, it's really too bad. That's the thing. I was as much as you know. Clearly, we were having a ball talking about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things about it where I'm just like, this is just laziness. Yeah. I don't know why the score is the way it is. Like, if I had $5 to make a movie, you know, I'd try to get, like, uh, like a dulcimer or something in there. You yeah. Know? Like, find just some weirdo who will play music for you. Yeah. You don't need to do this royalty-free shit it's that they went with. really, really silly stuff. Yeah. Everything. And it's like, there's money in this movie. That's the weird thing. There is some degree of, like, funding and filmic competence. That's the thing, is the way that it's... Now, the lighting is terrible. The lighting is terrible. But, like, the camera movement and the... It it feels like a real movie made with real equipment by people who do this for a living. Yeah, some of them. (laughs) Yeah, and I guess, like, I was sort of surprised, but sort of not to find out that, that the guy had made, like, real hollywood movies before yeah it doesn't feel like he knows how to utilize a low budget no no it is a low budget movie rather than like a no budget movie yeah there's this movie definitely costs something so again i'm like why no why is the music not interesting what how was it cast i just almost no one i get maybe except for merlin Almost no one could I imagine like seeing multiple people for these roles and seeing these people who they went with and thinking this person's perfect like, for this Dendrain's role. Dendrain's gotta be someone's daughter. Gotta like, be like she's she's not she's there on pretty. The, she's not there on the merit of her acting abilities, nor does she seem right for this setting. No, she's deeply wrong. And like again, her presence kind of makes it a better movie. It's funny as just, hell. Exactly, just because you're like, why is this valley girl here? What is she doing in this movie? Yeah, it's super fucking weird. So I kind of want to start telling you about yes, the, the please, legend stuff. Yes, please do. Okay, because, alright, so, ostensibly we have a whole cast of characters who are members of the, you know, yeah legendary canon like they're not 
they're all pretty heavy hitters. Yeah. Galahad, in fact, is a really big deal. So... And, like, we don't have a ton of movies where he's the main character. No, he honestly doesn't come up that much in adaptations. And it's because he is the son of Lancelot. Sure, okay. Not Lancelot and Guinevere. Oh. They don't have a child together. I didn't think so. So it's actually weirder than that. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> of course, it always is. Because, okay, so, Galahad is the son, the illegitimate son, okay. of Lancelot and uh, Lady Elaine. Okay. Now, Lady Elaine is the daughter of King Pelis. Okay. Who had received a prophecy that his daughter Elaine would have a child with Sir Lancelot, right. who would be the greatest knight that ever lived. It's a pretty good prophecy to get on the whole. Only problem is, Lancelot's so in love with Guinevere, he won't have sex with anyone else. That is a problem. So, they do some magic! Oh, this again! <laughs> this happens a lot! It happens so much! So, yeah, they do some magic to make um, Elaine look like Guinevere. This is always happening. Yeah. Um, and she becomes pregnant by him. And as soon as he figures out, like, that he had been tricked, he's understandably very bad. Yeah. Um, but then re finds out that they've conceived a child. And he's like, okay, well, that's um, cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> We're good, I guess. Um, but he doesn't marry her, and it's like, I'm gonna go back to court, like... Yeah. Good luck oh, God. being pregnant. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> Classy. She's a princess. Sure. She's fine. Yeah, fair uh, enough. You know, given the circumstances, it's yeah. not as though he owed her anything. That's true. <laughs> That's really true. But, um, Galahad is born, and he's raised in a nunnery. Yep. Mm -hmm. As you do. As you do. So he actually shows up pretty late in sort of the the lineage of Arthurian legend. Sure. Um. Mostly he he shows up in the first for the first time in the Vulgate cycle. So mm -hmm. that's the Lancelot Grail cycle. Right. Right. Um. And the interesting thing is in the Vulgate cycle that's where um it comes up that Lancelot's original name, if you'll recall. From yeah. episode two. Yeah. Uh, was Galahad. That's right. That was his given name. Yeah. And then he was Lake Lady Napped. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and he became Lancelot. He became Lancelot yes. much later. Yes, um, yes. But Galahad is his original given name. And, and so, so his son his, is named Galahad. Named Galahad after him. Sure. Yeah. Um, once Galahad becomes an adult, he is brought to beat Lancelot and... Um, fights him. They do a duel, and Whoa. Galahad beats him. And this is like the only time Lancelot has so, ever been beaten. And that's the proof that the prophecy came true, and he's the greatest. Yeah, he's ever. better than Lancelot. Yeah. Um, it's the first and only time Lancelot ever loses a fair fight. Oh yeah. Um, and so he's brought to Camelot, and they take him to um, what is called the Siege Perilous. It okay. is a very particular seat at the round table that is reserved mm. for the knight who will be able to find the Holy Grail. I see. And they put him in the seat and basically um, everyone who's aspired to sit there, it's it's been fatal. 
They, oh, no. they sit in the Siege Perilous and they just die. Great. Um, just, just like from sitting in from it, they sitting die? sitting in it, yeah. Ooh, so, la, la. Um, okay. Galahad sits in it to um, no ill effect. And they're like, and they're wow, like, oh. it's you. Um, and so Arthur's like, oh, shit, this is important. <clears throat> Come to the river. Um, <laughs> sure. And hey, guess what? We're going to do sort of a, a, a literary echo. Pull this sword out of the stone, Galahad. <laughs> there's a th- there's a there's a stone sword in stone for you too. Oh um, my. There's a magic sword. Inscription reading: Never shall man take me hence, but only he by whose side I ought to hang, and he shall be the best knight of the world. All right. This is funny to me because we didn't talk about this whole bit in the movie. Yes. Where Galahad has to put the sword. Back in the stone. Yes, it's the, it's actually quite funny because <laughs> Excalibur has been broken into pieces. And so they just sort of like Shove slot them in into the, the stone and put it and they're like, <laughs> put it back, glue it together, please. They're like, please do this for a stone. Fix it. Put and it put it back. And then Lancelot tries to pull it out. He can't because of course yeah, he can't. Of course, then Galahad, Galahad can. can. Yeah, yeah, he does this. He, he, pulls, he pulls his own sword out of different, stone different sword yeah. different sword but he does do it and so he does he's like yep whoop, and he does it and arthur's like well it's that cinches it you're the greatest knight in the world <laughs> uh and, oh my goodness and so then they get a vision of the grail and now it's time for the royal quest yeah wow we're actually talking about the grail quest hey grail quest <laughs> it only took like a little while yeah yeah we're <laughs> around to it that's what galahad does exactly so yeah he, he galahad goes out to search for the grail and all the rest of the knights follow and arthur's like oh this is sad because like probably a lot of you are gonna die yeah and even if you don't like you're all leaving like this is the <laughs> end of an era like the, the knights of the round table kind of aren't a thing anymore because you're all going away right um and it's an interesting sort of philosophical yeah. thing going on there um and he's kind of older at this point right? yeah this is an older arthur i mean lancelot's got a fucking grown son now right so it's been a while yeah uh, but um the interesting thing about galahad is he's very holy he's so holy he performs like a jesus style miracle wow okay like he banishes demons he heals the sick oh. like he's like hero boy of the world yeah um saving maidens um he actually ends up you're, you're gonna love this he's reunited along his quest with the knights boars and percival oh my goodness yeah yeah um and these these blessed knights come across none other than percival's sister dendrain no yeah and she's like Hey, I can take you to the ship of Solomon. Okay. Hey guys, like you need to go to like the ship, <laughs> ship of Solomon. Solomon. Yeah, you can like <laughs> cross the sea with this ship if you need to. Um <laughs> It's just how this how this character speaks now. Yep, that's what Dendrain sounds like. So yeah, and they go they go f- to an island and Galahad finds King David's sword. Wow, okay. Yeah, it's all very silly. Um but yeah, basically Galahad is like the bestest knight and he <laughs> finds the grail. It's actually really funny. Um, so it is implied, I guess, that through his grandfather's line, his mother's line, um, Galahad is a descendant of Joseph of Arimathea. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, 
Sure. That's why he's such a special and holy boy. Sure. Um, and yeah, they, he like finds the grail and it's like, wow, this is amazing. Hey, um, for like doing such a super good job and also being a descendant of Joseph of Arimathea, can I decide when I go to heaven? <sighs> and they're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And then he has a vision and decides to go to heaven at some point later okay. and he gets like raptured to heaven or something good yeah. for him yeah yeah All right. he gets to do that uh, <laughs> that's cute yeah but yeah basically galahad's whole deal is that he's just like the goodest knight and the most holiest boy and the purest and sure like All right. the only worthy one of finding the grail and he does it so good for him good good for him yeah he doesn't ever become king, though. No, he has no claim to be such. No, of he's course. not. He's yeah. not related to anyone who would be. Nope. <laughs> That's what I was confused. Even like I get that in this movie, he's the the son of the queen, right? And sort of the adopted son of yeah. Arthur. So. But he is in no way that in in yeah. legend at all. That's so silly. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny, um, but. That's interesting, though. I mean, like, on the one hand, you'd think that more people would be making movies about this if he's such, like, a good, winsome, perfect boy. But it's just so, um, Jesus-y. Yes. That's the other side of it. It's like, yeah, It's like it the real be... weird religious side of Arthur. Yeah. Legend. Yeah. Finding David's sword? Yeah. But at the same time, I can't believe this movie has actually taken characters that are traditionally associated with Galahad and put them in the movie. They sure did that. Meaning that, that the people who made this movie, dare we say it, have maybe read more than some other people who've made some other movies. I mean, they at least about. read the Wikipedia article. Again, <laughs> probably more than than yeah. some others did. Yeah. I also want <clears throat> to talk about Morgan Le Fay because yes. we haven't gotten the opportunity yet no she was in um uh connecticut yankee but she wasn't interesting so we didn't talk about we her. we didn't yeah there was the, no no good reason to and frankly she's gonna come up a lot so we yeah. don't need to like exactly do the whole story but she's the prominent villain in this so yeah sense. yeah so the interesting thing is in sort of the oldest um appearances of morgan <clears throat> uh she's not a villain at all oh um she's sort of a fairy goddess type figure and in fact oh yeah um originally not even necessarily arthur's sister that was my next question um it comes eventually that becomes a thing but it's she's just like sort of a fairy queen type figure originally um but she eventually becomes you know arthur's sister and an antagonist particularly in like the the vulgate and post vulgate cycles um sure. and then mallory like goes real hard yeah on her yeah, being yeah, a yeah. villain um yeah she's probably derived from like welsh mythology and but so this explains why she tends to have magic Yes, she's always been magic. Before she was evil, before she was Arthur's sister, any she of that. Was she was always a magic, magic lady. And in fact, was mostly like a healer. Oh, interesting. Um, That that comes up a lot. Uh, but 
she sort of later in like the 12th century she's established mm-hmm. as Arthur's <clears throat> sister mm-hmm. um and uh yeah eventually she she's made into the youngest daughter of Arthur's mother Igraine and her first husband Gorlois okay so half sibling of Arthur sure um the the next you know he's he yeah. he's the next youngest of Igraine's children right, after her, right. um. But there are so I mean there is just so many versions. <laughs> Morgan is a character who gets real varied treatment. Even, even like her name. Uh huh. Oh yeah, we got so many names because sometimes for her. she's Morgana. Yeah, we got we got Morgan Le Fay, Morgana, Morgane. Morgant, Morgan, Morguin, like there's so but there's many. A, but there's a but Mor- Morgos is different. Morgos is someone else. See, that's so confusing to me because you listed all those names for this one person, but a comparable name is for a different person. She is a different person. Yes. Come on now, like she's a different sis. She's a sister. Oh, she's a sister. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, she's not. She's not unrelated, but she is a different person. Um, yeah, eventually it, the story goes that she marries, um, King Urien and has a son, Yvain, who becomes the Knight of the Lion. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, a lot of things like to say that Gawain is her son, but no, he's not. Uh, this is still Morgan we're talking about. Yes. Yes, okay. Morgan. So people are saying Gawain is her son. That's right. But no. Um, That's Yvain interesting. Is. Because uh, Green Knight kind of plays with this, and we'll talk about yes, that. Yes, and I, I get why. But, yeah. um, Yvain, okay. Yeah, Yvain, Knight of the Lion, is um, Morgan's son with her gonna... husband, Urien. We're not going to see a ton of movies by him, I don't think. No, no, Yvain doesn't come up. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I really like his story, um, but it does, it don't come up. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, she hates Guinevere for various reasons and sometimes no reason at all. Sure. She has many, many lovers. Sure. She actually, the the best reason why she hates Guinevere, sort of the most real reason she yeah. hates Guinevere, is because she is jealous of Lancelot. Oh, certainly. She wants Lancelot, and sure. Lancelot only has eyes for Guinevere. And so that is the sort of source That's of the... the Hatred between the two of them. That makes more sense mm-hmm. than her being, like, defensive of her brother, who she otherwise doesn't seem to care about at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's not. Um, but, so, it's it's pretty silly for her to be, like, adulterous. Yeah, exactly. But she's more just, like, a romantic rival. That makes more sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but her trying to usurp Arthur is a thing, right? Sure, that does happen. That comes up sometimes, definitely. That's one of her motivations, one of yeah. the things that she does, especially later in, like, Mallory. And See, stuff. that's what I was thinking about. Um, and, and sometimes she's, like, I don't know, weird about Arthur. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, that's that's when uh, that's another one where people um, make her the mother of, of um, uh, what's his name, Mordred. Mordred. Is that not a thing either? No. Oh my goodness. No, not Morgan. Just only in the movies. Yeah. Again, well, they do a lot of conflating of characters. That makes sense. For... So who's 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 the mother of of Mordred? Morgos, I think. Oh, okay. So that's still weird. It's still weird, but it's not. It's not Morgan. It's not Morgan. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so, interestingly, she is always linked to Arthur's death. But she doesn't uh, kill him. Oh, okay. It's actually really interesting because, like, in the older versions where she's just sort of, like, a magic lady and yeah. sometimes an ally of Arthur. She try to heal him and stuff? She takes him away to Avalon. Oh. So this is the thing that happens to Arthur when he dies. He goes to, he's yeah. get, He gets carried off to Avalon, the yeah. island of apples. Um, and even when she's a villain, like, even Mallory uh-huh. has this real weird 11th hour switcheroo uh-huh. where, like, he's dying and she's just like, oh, my dear brother. And, like, mm. for no real reason is not antagonistic anymore mm. and takes him away to Avalon. Interesting. Yeah, like, that's just part of it. Um... She doesn't kill him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she always, like, is sort of the the psychopomp that carries him away. Wow. Yeah. Even when she's been antagonizing him up until that. Yeah. Point. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it is it is pretty um, strange, you know, in, I mean, in other versions were... where either they would have... There are some versions where they, like, reconcile. Is this a society where, like... There were weird ideas about women killing people. I don't think so. Because I just think about, like, there was a certain time when, like, people didn't think women could be serial killers or whatever. Um, no, I mean, women get to be very wicked. Morgan, I mean, certainly Mallory has Morgan very, very, very wicked. Um, So it's not like, it's not like Mallory was just like, well, couldn't have, couldn't have her kill him. That'd be too much. Yeah, I mean, she just doesn't. Like, he dies because of Mordred. Right. Um, she's unrelated to that. Right, But right. it's just interesting right. that she is antagonistic towards him. But in, she always in, carries For no Avalon. really good reason. Sibling rivalry. Yeah, she just <laughs> hates his guts and is evil. Just really an evil lady. But until he dies? Until he dies. And then she's like, my, you know, dare to brother, like, and carries him off to Avalon. Wow. Um, All right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Mallory has her as, like, studying um, magic in the nunnery where she was raised, which is oh. kind of rad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, astrology and necromancy. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, yeah, she's just, like, an evil witch lady in Mallory. Um, sure. But... Do she and Merlin interact like they do in the movies? Yeah, in fact, so it's it's really hard to talk about Morgan because there's so much and so many like, different, versions. different versions. But yeah. in a lot, there are many versions where they're lovers. I was wondering about who that. Who then are they have a they have a, they messy have a breakup. bad yeah. breakup? Yeah, yeah. Um, but like Merlin's like in love with her. Sure. Um, that doesn't seem to be a thing in this movie necessarily. But... No, it doesn't. But I've seen it before. It, yeah. But like um, in post Vulgate, um, Merlin teaches her magic. Right. Um, and then uh, he like she becomes the wisest woman in the world. Oh, all right. Um, and then she's like, "Guess what, Merlin? I fucking hate you. Leave me alone." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, I was a fool to oh. love you." 
Um, but we all know Merlin's a weird creep. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Volgate also, she learns magic from Merlin, um, and not in the nunnery at all. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> but she's got a lot of lovers. Um, Merlin's just one of them. <laughs> yeah. It, it, basically she shows up in, especially in the later stuff, yeah. just to like fuck shit up. And be mean to Guinevere. Sure. Why not? And then eventually take Arthur away to Avalon. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's... So that's sort of that's, the, that's the general background. context of, like, these weird things that are happening in this movie. Uh, obviously... <laughs> as much as you can connect it. Yeah. <laughs> uh... We've talked at length in our episode in on First Night mm-hmm. about Lancelot and Guinevere, so I don't yeah. feel like we need to yeah. necessarily cover that. But Is there anything else? Are there dragons ever in in? There's the... lots of dragons. I mean, we that talked. Show up. We talked about dragons relating to Vortigern. Yes, and those are metaphorical dragons. Yvaine fights a dragon. Right. Yeah. They just okay. kind of show up. Dragons tend, especially like in later stuff, it's just like knights are on quests, and sometimes there's a dragon you gotta kill. But is there any situation where Morgan Le Fay is using dragons or something? Not one that I am yeah. aware of. She's That's, got magic. She doesn't this need is, This is dragons. just something the makers of this film thought would be cool, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, they're not wrong conceptually. They, they wanted to do some Game of Thrones shit. Oh, yeah. You know. And that's what's that's what's going on here. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Got to talk about the context oh, of yeah. this movie was made in, and I mean because it is that kind of like asylum type movie where they're just like, what's popular right now? Exactly. People in armor and dragons. Got it. Got it. The we'll armor is incredibly silly. It's oh, it's all the costuming is just terrible. The swords are all rounded at the top. Yes. Well, they would be dangerous if they were pointy. <laughs> Yeah, but like, would <laughs> be too dangerous. And another Star Warsy thing: the fight choreo. Yeah, I mean it's just not great choreography. No, it's, it's true. Passable mostly. You can see them thinking really hard about it. Yes, yes, they're they like, are. Now I will move in this direction, it's and you will move good. in that direction. Yep, and I hit. The sword, like the stunt coordinator told me to. And then we hold the swords together for a long time. Yeah. It's silly. It's silly. But, yeah, I mean, they're just trying... They're, it's 2014. Like, Game of Thrones was yeah, huge. Yeah, it was huge at the time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, And they're like, okay, well, this is in the public domain. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, these characters are free to use. People will recognize them. I think that's the true thing, is that they were... Like, this is popular right now. Yeah. Yeah. Knights and dragons and... Yeah. King Arthur is free. Probably the emphasis on dragons. Uh-huh. That's the key there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. For sure. I mean... Oh, man. Okay, we didn't even talk about when Lancelot kills the big dragon and <laughs> gets covered in Nickelodeon <laughs> slime. He gets so, so gross for no reason. Why is it... It's like pea soup. I don't understand. Gack. Why is it gack? It's like so much of it too. It's so And he's goopy. just covered in he's it. He's covered in it. And he like walks up to Guinevere afterwards and it's just like Yeah, she's not oh, going to hug you right no, now, dude. No. You got to go take a bath. This is horrible. Yeah. It's so much. Yeah, he just like fucking under the belly like secret style. And just style. gets splattered. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
was thinking about that earlier. What are dragons full of? Green goo, I guess. <laughs> well, it's also funny how whenever they're about to breathe fire, they like light up. All the like the chest yeah, lights up. Yeah, the belly up. gets all yeah. fiery. It's a silly ass movie. It's extremely silly. Watch it with a friend. Yeah. Honestly, it's fun. It is fun. It's like there's almost nothing about it that's traditionally successful. No, nothing works. But but that's more entertaining, again, than a movie you'd forget about in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. It's it was a fun time. We were cracking up. Oh yeah. No, we were too. Yeah, it's the correct kind of bad movie when you're like, I want to watch something, something stupid. Something just really awful, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly what you want for that. Oh yeah. I do not regret watching this movie. No. I completely disagree with these people who who were mad about it on IMDb. It's a fun time. <laughs> like, I'd probably rate, if I was going to rate it, I'd rate it pretty low. But the review would give context Yes, I, because it's so silly. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's unsuccessful, it, but it's entertaining. Like, it's, it's so far away from being successful mm-hmm. that you can't be, like, mad at it. Because it's not like it came close but missed the mark. And here's the thing. A lot of the time, you know, movies that are like, oh, wow, that's so, so bad. It's entertaining how bad that is. They have swaths where they are boring. This one really doesn't. It doesn't yeah. get boring. It's really true. Like, we've discussed almost every scene in the movie. Even the ones we haven't are still silly. Yeah, there's always something entertaining going on. Oh, yeah. No, we Like, we even really if it's just, like, absurd deliveries, like... Because that's constant, right? Like Constant. The conversations between Morgan and Guinevere. <laughs> Just these bitch offs, like like Morgan's just like yelling as Irishly yeah, as she can. She can try to, and, yeah. And like Guinevere just comes across as like like a middle class mom. Yes. Like she's very like completely bitchy. Like yep. like just like a yep. bitchy mom. Exactly. Like, it's so funny. It's really she funny. She has no queenliness Especially about her since at all. Usually Merlin is sitting in between them, just like up on his little yeah platform <laughs> couldn't <laughs> too silly it's such a silly movie yeah i think it's fun yeah no we enjoyed it clearly yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> it's dumb as hell you can watch it on youtube for free yeah it's a wonderful no reason of, not to night of free entertainment yeah the use of your own time exactly <laughs> So, yeah, that's... That's uh, Dragons of Camelot. Dragons of Camelot. We didn't get a table, though. There was no round table. There was no round table. We saw very little of Camelot. (laughs) Barely any interiors there. Basically just the dungeon. And and Arthur's... Arthur's deathbed. Deathbed. (laughs) And that's all the interiors of Camelot that we get. And the fucking Morgan just shouting from the ramparts. Now, Morgan has her little... She's got some kind of a witch chamber. Yes. Some kind of a spooky witch room. In Camelot, presumably. Presumably. That's after she's taken yeah. over. That's where her orb is. Exactly. It's a very funny orb, too. <laughs> yeah. It's... Everything about it's this movie Palantir, is hilarious. basically. Everything about this movie is hilarious. Yeah. The dragon's cave, which has just been CGI'd out of a cliff. <laughs> Um, your other dragon son, please. Yeah. And they just use, reuse, reuse the, the same, same shot one. of the smaller yes. dragon leaving the cave. 
same yes, it's the same, it's the same shot. shot. Of course it is. But it's those scenes are all just reliably hilarious too. Just it's like, shouting at this dragon over sorry, this lake. Sorry, uh, your son died. I need your other son. And then later it's just like, ah, you, you don't have any more sons. It's got to be you this time. <laughs> it's too silly. I was kind of waiting for like. Then the dragon turns on Morgan like, yeah. you fucking bitch, like, you I killed my you, sons. Yes. But no. 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 That would be too satisfying. No, we just have to cover Lancelot and Green Goo. <laughs> For some reason. This is like, he, first he's spitting soup on himself. <laughs> then he gets covered in dragon goo. What is going on in Lancelot's this movie? Lancelot's very yucky in this movie. Yeah, uh-huh. He's like, gross drunk man it's true yeah it's true people just riding horses with their swords out now the one other thing i have to say the horses are prancing oh yeah in this movie constantly yes yes and so There's we were a lot like of horses in this movie. we were watching the credits uh-huh just trying to be like you know who all's responsible who did this and there is like a horse wrangler trainer person uh-huh. and i was like that person really showed up and did the work. Yeah. Because there's a lot of horses. Uh-huh. There's also a lot of horse doubles because you can tell that when they're riding, you can't see their faces ever. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly like our, our principles. Also, like, there's a lot of scenes where they're just, like, walking along and the ground seems really squishy. Yeah, there is around. really muddy ground. Yeah. And just, like, a lot of, like, in the final... I mean, final, they filmed it in Wales. In Wales, but, like, they didn't try to clean it up even one bit. No. Which good for them honestly yeah watch for the man so in the scene in the village um when the, the, where they found lancelot yeah the um the bad guys arrive and they're like looking for lancelot yep. and we mm-hmm. see all the bad guys on their horses and mm-hmm. there's this one guy he's just so old <laughs> <laughs> i missed this one of the guys like i swear to god they were just like we need people who can ride horses. That's and they great. got this old dude who's just like, yeah, I can ride a horse. Like, he does not look like he's one of Morgan Le Fay's elite knights. <laughs> he's just like a grandpa. Who happens to have horse riding skills. Yes. like That's amazing. It's so funny. There's just this old, old man. I love that. That's wonderful. <laughs> he does oh, not no. belong there, but oh, he no. put, they put a cape on him and put him on a horse. Beautiful. My favorite thing was at one point, it's like, I think the people from that village and they have to dip out and they're like taking them with them. Right. The one with the standing stones yes. at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're all kind of like walking along uh-huh. Lord of the Rings style. Uh-huh. That feels weird to say. Yeah. Given the quality disparity. <laughs> yeah. Um. All the women have head coverings, uh-huh. except this one lady who just has like the most the most hair. The mo- and it's like a it's like been you know, a blow dryer has seen that hair. Oh wow! You know, we, recently we got a full blowout. Yes. Wow. Yes. I didn't notice her. That's fantastic. It's, she's just an extra, but yeah. she's around. Yeah. With with her she big wanted, hair. If she was gonna be on film. She was gonna look good. Also, the farmer's <laughs> wife is wearing a terrible wig, and I really wonder why. I was wondering the same thing. Like, does she have, like, purple hair in real life? Like, why'd you put a it's wig on really, this lady? It's really possible that it's something like that. Yeah. It's 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 likely that she had some kind of hair situation. Yeah. That they were like, this isn't gonna fit. There's so many inexplicable things in this movie. I really, again, would love to see the, the making of, or, like, 
hear somebody talk about it just tell me what happened tell me tell me everything give me a give me a commentary because it is like more entertaining than even most so bad it's good type of movies that i've seen this was more entertaining than tristan and his old oh yes (laughs) oh i would completely agree if you asked me which movie i'd rather rewatch, i'd pick this one yeah it's a lot shorter get your friends together it's more have fun. Have a party. If you try to have a party and watch Tristan and Isolde, it's going to no be... No one's going to be watching. No one's going to be paying any attention. No, no one's going to come to your next party. You know. <laughs> this one... Is, this is a time. This is a time. Yeah. This is This becomes the focal point of your evening. This is an event. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, lucky for us... Yeah. We get... To watch a good movie next. Yay! A movie I haven't seen. Yes, I'm so, so excited. We're gonna watch The Kid Who Would Be King. Kid Who Would Be King. A movie which deserved better than a February release date. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I've heard a, a lot of people talk about this. It's such a fun time. It's just, I'm just so excited. Watch <laughs> it, please. It's gonna be a really 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 good time i'm excited to see it excited to see what the hype is about yeah yeah you've been telling me to watch this movie for years for years <laughs> since it came out exactly yeah yeah i just caught it in the theater because i was insane and <laughs> i'm so glad i did yeah i was like this movie's i can tell this movie's gonna be good i don't care that it's coming out in february yeah this feels like a good movie to me and it was so that's what's up next in november so go watch it yes until then we love you stay safe bye bye i pray you be hailed and newly returned from the fight thank you for listening to this film broads production subscribe and review wherever you listen to podcasts and talk to us on twitter at film broads pod Our theme music is Holding Out for a Hero by Hildegard von Blingen and Whitney Avalon.